All right, welcome on in, everybody. Hi, Ansley. Hi, Alicia. What's going on? Went to my first day of Orange Theory. Love it. Are you doing the sugar detox, Ansley? Are you doing it? How are you doing? It's day three. I'm still alive. I haven't really craved sugar. I craved it yesterday, but at this point, I'm kind of, I'm solid. I might be drinking some wine tonight because as I shared with you guys, we are expanding the rosé line from just no filter rosé to also no filter white. I don't think we're going to call it no filter white. I think we're going to call them like no filter pink and no filter platinum for the rosé and the white. It's going to be a fizzy white, Um, but I thought it might be kind of fun. So I'm supposed to be sampling some of the formulas today. Still not drinking. Oh, okay. So you're doing, you're that bitch that does dry January. That's not very fun. All right. Uh, I missed you, so I had to show you some love immediately. Oh, thank you, Lexi Eve. Thank you, Lexi. Dropping the first badge tonight. Three badges coming on in from Lexi Eve. Thank you, Lexi. Please continue to drop the badges. I'll do shout outs in just a minute. So we have a lot to break down. Oh, actually not a ton to break down tonight. It might actually be a bit of a a short show. But we have the reunion looks for Real Houses of Salt Lake City. Those just dropped. I know everyone seems to hate most of them. We'll break them down in a minute. Lala and Gigi, the beef between them has been resurfaced. Lala obviously just did an appearance on Watch What Happens Live. Gigi is now clapping back and she had a lot to say and she's calling out Lala and we'll break it all down in a minute and then um yeah I think that's most of what we'll be breaking down maybe we'll do a little bit of Real House as a Miami because that's been a, a cute vibe but other than that thank you Lexi Eve doesn't my hair always looks on point Lexi Eve I feel like I haven't you haven't really joined the live chat recently Lexi welcome on in La Hale La Hale in the house okay Lala and James. What about Lala and James? Lala and James are not a thing, and they're not going to be happening. Where is it? Where is this at? Where's what at? Where's my hair at? My hair is on my head, my love. Oh, Mike Lush is in the house. Mike Lush coming on in to promote his casting business. Mike Lush is going to make you the next great reality star. If you don't believe him, just go and comment on his Instagram. Okay. So let's start with the Salt Lake City looks because they finally released those. The reunion's probably not going to drop until mid to late February because what they taped that maybe about like three, four weeks after the Vanderpump reunion. The Vanderpump reunion is coming up in two weeks. So I would imagine we get the Salt Lake City reunion. We're past the mid-season. So I feel like we probably have about five episodes left. We'll probably get it by the end of February. But I mean, at least until then, we'll have the, ra- the last of Vanderpump to wrap up. We have... What else do we have? Um, we have Vanderpump. We have Summer House coming back. We have OC. Hi, Colleen. Miss you guys. Happy I'm able to join a live finally after the holidays and vacation craziness. Well, we missed you, Colleen. Welcome back, girl. All right, let's see. Let me pull these up because these reunion looks were a little rough. I know the, well, I still think the Beverly Hills reunion looks were a lot worse. Um, they just looked a lot tackier. There was no scheme. This one at least has a theme to it. There's a bit more of a, a vibe, so to speak. Sorry, my iPad is like not cooperating today. Okay. So let's start it off. So first up, we have Whitney. And Whitney looks, I think Whitney looks cute. You know, it's not the best, but it's not the worst, considering some of them are pretty bad. She's wearing, like, a a velvet long green dress, only one shoulder's covered, and the shoulder that's covered, like, comes with a full 
all the way, like a, a glove attached to it. Like it's a half Kim Kardashian look. What's the theme? Amazon fashion? I mean, I don't know what the theme was. It, at least there's a color scheme to it. The Beverly Hills reunion was like a real fucked up eclectic mix. Like we were mixing decades. We had like the 80s. We had the 90s. We had the 2004 vibes. Like I don't, at least this one kind of had, like everybody's still kind of similar with the blues and the purples. Like it's all kind of dark. Meredith is a bit of a wild card, but... We'll see. There's also a lot of feathers going on. So there's at least somewhat of a vibe that they were at least all on the same group thread at some point. Beverly Hills was a fucked up mix. Like none of them even looked like they were going to the same event. Okay, so first of all, like I said, we have Whitney. Whitney's in the emerald green. I actually don't hate this look. I think it looks cute. The hair's a little basic for me. The earrings are nice. Um, I would give Whitney maybe a 7 out of 10. And that's a generous offer. Meredith is probably, I know you guys hate Meredith. Yes, I agree with you, Surfer Wife. Probably about, about, it's definitely a big bird vibe. She keeps trying to make feathers happen. And I feel like, like Gretchen Wieners, we just need to stop trying to make fetch happen. The feathers are not going to happen. And I just don't find it interesting. I don't find it appealing. I don't find it flattering on her body. I feel like Kylie Jenner and, and Kendall tried to do the feather vibe at the Met Gala a couple years ago, but the theme was campy. This, I mean, if if it's a campy vibe and we're trying to, like, play it up, cool, cute, all right, I get it. But, like, I don't, the top is ill-fitting. The pants are not, do nothing for her body. The hair doesn't match the outfit. The cleavage, I feel like she normally just, like, has the tits out. And, like, that's a hot vibe. I don't mind when she has the tits out because she, you know, has a great body. But I just feel like this whole look is just not, it's not working for her. Whoever her stylist is, is not does not like her. Probably works for Jen Shaw. Um, okay, then we have Lisa Barlow. This is probably my favorite outfit of them all. And I know some of you guys are a little mixed. Let's actually look at um, look at some of the, what you guys, well, actually, we'll get to those after. We'll get to what you guys thought after. Um, but so Lisa has this very um, metallic kind of purple iridescent sort of dress sleeveless comes down well below the knee actually I expected Lisa to be a little less conservative and kind of give us a little bit more the shoes are really cute they're also like a silvery iridescent sort of vibe so she tried to go for a bit more of like a futuristic look I think it's cute I the hair is very sleek and simple um I would give Meredith probably a two out of ten actually no I'd give her a one out of ten and then I would give Lisa Barlow maybe an 8 out of 10. So we have Whitney at a 7, Meredith at a 1, and Lisa Barlow at an 8. And then we have Jenny. And Jenny, I don't know where Jenny's going. Her, It's very drapey. Her makeup is very simple. It doesn't really do anything for her. It kind of, like, I feel like she's had better looks throughout the season. Meredith is a 10. Oh, a negative 10. Storm Doris, you can't be fucking with me like that. I literally thought you were about to give her a 10. A negative 10 just doesn't even feel like a real number, though. Check out my comment on the earlier post of her looks. What did you comment, Jesse? Why don't you just retype the comment for us, and then we don't have to go back and look at it. Giving it a, five, a 7.5. Giving which one a 7.5, Alicia? We need to be specific. 
I think the color of Jenny's dress is nice, but that's about it. The color's nice. It's very flattering on her skin tone because it's like that that royal slash navy sort of blue. But I just feel like the patterns on it are a little too busy and I don't really know what's going on. Like we have one shoulder showing and one shoulder off. We have one leg out and one leg fully covered. And then if you zoom in and you look at the shoes, she's literally wearing the 2011 Maloof hoof. It's not a like the shoes are dated. The dress, I don't really understand. The hair just feels a little, you know, I'm going to my winter formal back in high school and, you know, I'm excited. This was before high schoolers were Instagram influencers. But no, I don't love the dress. I would probably give her maybe a six, maybe a five. I think I would give her a five. And then we have Jen Shaw. And Jen Shaw looks like Isna from The Emperor's New Groove. She has the feathers. She has the purple. It's not, I have to say, I don't hate it, though. Like, there's something about, like, I get it. She was trying to go for a little campy. She was trying to go for the show. She was trying to go for some sort of, like, moment and vibe. She definitely didn't want to play it safe. And that's one thing you can say about Jen Shaw. She never plays it safe. She plays it wild and reckless, and that's why she got arrested by the feds. But it's not the worst, but it's very funky, but it's like trying to have a moment. Like how Beverly Hills, like Doree always tries to make a moment. Erica always tries to make a moment. Rinna lately is trying to make a moment. Jen's is appropriate because it looks like an evil villain. Yes, I agree with that. And part of me even think like when you look at this, like everybody immediately saw Emperor's New Groove. Everyone immediately saw Izna. So that whoever decided on this dress and I think even Jen Shaw had a um a say in that decision as well I feel like this was very intentional to make her look like a villain because they knew that that would be a moment they knew that we would be talking about it they knew that we would be making a meme out of it like we were all going to be trying to pay attention to what Jen Shaw was going to be wearing the same way we paid attention to what Erica was going to be wearing obviously we know Erica completely missed the mark and her dress looked like she got it at TJ Maxx but like at least Jen Shaw tried to make a moment. Zach is a vibe on his own. Thank you, Alicia. Alicia, you're very active tonight. You need to get lit more often before we join the lives. Okay, and then we have Heather. And Heather just looks like she's a mother-in-law at somebody's tacky wedding. It's not a cute look. It's all it's a velvet blue. Well, actually, sorry, I forgot to give Jen Shaw a rating. I'm actually going to give Jen Shaw a 7 out of 10. I know that that's shocking and people think that it's a little wacky, her outfit. But I actually think it's kind of fun. Um, and I love that it really does play into the villain. And I think that this was very intentional. Nobody will look at this outfit and not see Isna. And I think because you have Isna, who's the mastermind villain, and then you have Kronk, who's the the bonehead, um, I don't know if he's like her, a sidekick, not assistant, bonehead sidekick. And then you have Jen Shaw and Stewart. Like, I feel like they definitely, somebody played this up. Whether Jen Shaw was in on the joke or not, somebody played that up and is playing her. And then we have Heather. And again, Heather definitely looks like she is at a wedding. And she it's very conservative. It's very safe. And it's also just very similar to what we've seen before. It's very similar to her reunion dress last year. Very similar to her opening uh, credits look. It's not interesting to me. Like, this is the least exciting to look at. It's very Kourtney Kardashian. Um, I mean, I like that there's like a little bit of a snowflake moment going on right around the hip, around the waist. Um, but again, it's just, it's simple. It's boring. I don't even think it'll capture well on camera. Um, I mean, it looks decent in the photos, but I just, I think it kind of gets lost. 
when you actually think about it because I mean these reunion dresses are intended to like be a moment give us a vibe you know give us a, a gif a meme a something so I'm actually going to give Heather a four out of ten which maybe surprisingly low because of everybody of all your ratings and votes you picked heather and whitney as your top two which i don't know heather's a little too safe whitney's a little confusing it's nice i feel like it could have been done really well but there's just something about it that isn't fully well executed like whitney looks like she was on the project runway episode which i finally watched because everyone's like it's hilarious it was great and w wendy was awful wendy was not palatable to watch on that at all and then you know the way the designer threw her under the bus was kind of funny but i think that's what what uh whitney's dress looks like like it looks like somebody made it on project runway and they were some up-and-coming stylists and they were like trying to take a risk and trying to make it original because they wanted to win the challenge and make it back for next week yeah, the shoulder piece is odd. The shoulder piece is odd. The glove is kind of strange. I just, I, I don't get it. But worst, I would give to Meredith. Best, I'm going to give it to Lisa Barlow. Because at least it was, it's not timeless, but at least it was a moment, you know? And I think it was fairly well executed. I don't mind the shoes. I think the dress is really nice. I would have liked it maybe just a little bit shorter. Other than that, I think. I think it was a cute vibe. I don't like Whitney's one glove. Yeah, the one glove is weird. Um, I feel like she probably should have done like a Lisa Rinna moment and just like done both gloves. And I think that would have really worked. Had she had a glove on the other hand, I think that would have completely changed the look altogether. She could have even left the shoulder out, maybe toned down some of that left shoulder embellishment. I don't know. Lisa Barlow is a cellophane Easter basket. I don't think she's a cellophane Easter basket. Maybe like a sal, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would agree. She reminds, it's like very Xenon, you know, Xenon girl of the 21st century. Like, I feel like that's an outfit that we would have seen somebody rock out to Protozoa with in that movie. Wish they would have done one color like Potomac did, and it looks visually better as a whole. I mean, I think they matched the set. Like, all of their... I don't understand the Christmas trees. Obviously, this was taped after Christmas, and not only that, but this is airing way after Christmas, that I don't understand why we have fucking Christmas trees. Like, I get it. It wasn't even taped before Christmas or around Christmas. It was taped after Christmas. Zoom, zoom, zoom. My supernova girl. Uh, what about Mary's look? Oh, Mary's look was my favorite. Mary's look. This was Mary's look. I just put her face on a milk carton and said, sorry, but Jesus came for me. Which Andy Cohen did confirm that she has quit the show, and that's why she wasn't at the reunion. She peaced out. Obviously, everyone was talking about her and her cult church and her sleeping with her parishioners. And I mean, it's one thing to sleep with your grandpa. It's another thing to sleep with your parishioners. Like that's, I don't know which one's worse, <laughs> to be sleeping with the parishioners or to be sleeping with grandpa. Pine trees for Utah. Pine trees, I get it, Monique. Pine trees are the moment. If it were just pine trees, cool. But these are literally Christmas trees with lights on them. They lit up the Christmas trees. That's more than just a pine tree. Her step-grandpa. Same fucking shit. He was married to her grandma. It's still gross. If anybody was married to my grandma, I'm not fucking fucking him. Would you? I'm mortified by the grandpa thing. Yeah, I'm mortified by the grandpa thing too. I think everybody should be. She is not. She had a baby with him. She should have put Mary in a used box of lubes. That would have been funny. Okay. 
Let's see what you guys rated for the reunion looks. All right, so first up, Whitney. Wow, 55% of you loved it. 45% said nope. Meredith was a clear nope with a 96% nope and a 4% love. Who are these four people that loved this? Like, is it Meredith and her stylist? Is that all 4%? No. Well, 26 people voted for that. That's the 4%. 26 people that have no sense of style. Actually, 27, because Shannon Trope just voted right now. Well, Shannon, you're a little late to the party, sweetheart. Okay. Uh, Lisa Barlow. Wow. A 41% uh, love it, but a 59% nope. So as of right now, Whitney's in the lead with her 55%. Nobody has a clear lead right now, though. I think everybody's either, like, pretty split. Jenny's at a nope with a 60% nope. Uh, Jen Shaw is at a 90% nope. Let's see. Heather Gay looks like she's in the lead with a 58% love it. And a 42% nope. So it looks like according to your voting, and which I find very questionable, maybe some of you guys may have been a little like more than Alicia, a little litty city tonight, but it looks like Heather, you're giving Heather the best of the worst. Um, and then the absolute worst goes to Meredith. Wow. Not what I was expecting at all. Oof. Where were all the gays? Were they on vacay? Probably. Probably. I mean, where was Brooks Marks? Why didn't he design something for his mother? He could have done something. 26 people are Brooks Marks in his fake accounts. All the fake accounts that he was using to fight with Jen Shaw. Do you think Brooks actually approved that look, though? Like, I don't know. I don't think it's all that great. But then again, he has his blazer. And I get it. It's fashion. Whatever. It's fucking ugly. It's not a cute vibe. Like the big giant Brooks marks over, you know, the chest with the open vibe and the no shirt underneath. It's not a cute look. It would be a black dress with Brooks marks straps. All over. Yeah, if Brooks designed it, they would, it would say Brooks marks all over it. All right. Shall we divvy over any other thoughts about Salt Lake City before we move on? Where was the vo was there vodka in that water? No, it's literally just water. It's water, water. I don't have any. I'm out of vodka. Ever since my holiday party, I've been out of alcohol and I haven't really restocked other than with the wine. The fabric was bad and wrinkled as hell. Not Brooks approved. Him and his mom are subpar at best. Wow, you guys have some opinions tonight. What did you think about Whitney giving Seth the boobs and his comment about her boobs? I thought it was weird. For him, for Meredith, for Whitney's husband, like, I wouldn't go to somebody's party and be like, hey, here's a cake of my ass, especially if, like, that person is married. Like, could you imagine? I'd be like, here, eat my ass. Like, that's just not, it's not appropriate. I just don't think that that would be any bit okay. Like, I don't even understand how... Meredith was okay with that. But then again, like they've had an open situation and they've like slept or like been able to like have relations with other people. So maybe it's not that weird, but I also don't understand. How do you make a, a, a boob cake of somebody's boobs though? That's the other thing. Like, do you have to mold their boobs? Cause Whitney's boobs in person are way bigger than they were on that cake. I don't, I think they were just a pair of boobs and she just said that they were her boobs. 
And I'm sure Seth really, you know, imagines her boobs. But I'm, I also see Whitney as the type of bitch that would send Seth the picture of her boobs if he really wanted it. And then Seth would be jerking off to them. And Meredith would be okay with it. And that's what happens in Utah. Does Alexia from Miami remind you of Teresa? A little bit. A little bit. They kind of have a similar vibe, right? Okay. Uh, I'm only a C, so I can't make a cake. Or maybe you can. Those looked like cute little C boobies. Bubbies. Even though I didn't really love the dresses, I think that all the women looked beautiful, and I'm looking forward to the reunion. Okay, Sunshine. Of course, your name is going to be Sunshine. Okay. Um, let's divvy on over to, I guess, from Salt Lake City to the West Coast, to L.A. We have Gigi from Shaws of Sunset and Lala Kent. Their beef has been reignited. It lives on. So as you know, Gigi started off their beef by saying that, because Lala's been doing her whole, like, bash rounds of press tour. She's been promoting her live podcast tour that's coming up. And she's been airing all of Randall's Dirty Laundry, which to me is a little strange that she's even doing that because then it's like, what are we going to watch at the reunion? Because she was on Watch What Happens Live this week and she was answering everybody's questions about Randall and their breakup and his cheating and all of that stuff. So I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be her big exclusive that she was going to give us at the reunion. So if we already know that James and Raquel broke up and they're already talking about why they broke up because Raquel was just on Sheena's podcast, Shenanigans, and then James is now on Watch What Happens Live and they're like revealing all the details about their relationship and their breakup. And then we have Lala and we have um, her revealing everything about her breakup with Randall that I'm like, what are we even going to be getting from the re- the reunion? Clearly, I carried it with the drama with Tom between Tom and Katie, but like... Bravo needs to cut me a paycheck for all the storylines that I have basically hand-delivered them, all the drama that I've stirred up between the cast members. I feel like I we need to put some respect on my name, Bravo. Um, La Hale, too. Thank you for the two badges, my dear. Looking so fly with that little wave in your hair. Thank you for the two badges. Lexi Eve and La Hale, too. Liz Giddy, Giddy, Giddy. Okay, so, like I said, Gigi started off their beef by saying, like, she was upset that Lala was doing this whole Bash Randall podcast tour, um, bad-mouthing Randall, who is her former fiancé slash baby daddy, okay? Lala has now, and then she went to, un, she went and un, Lala unfollowed Gigi and after Gigi called her out. Well, now Lala was on Watch What Happens Live this week, and she was saying that she unfollowed Gigi because she just doesn't need that type of negative energy in her life, which, like, I get it, but, like, how positive are you being going and trashing Randall? Like, are you really being, like, a ray of sunshine, like sunshine 22567? No. I thought Gigi's comments were unnecessary. Girl, the girl, get, girl, the guy publicity publicly cheated on her. She deserves to drag him. Yes, but like do it in a way that's at least going to benefit you. Like do it on an exclusive podcast. Sit down with Andy Cohen on a Watch What Happens Live special and make him pay you. Write a book about it. Like if you're going to trash him and like, you know, throw all the dirty laundry out there, at least make a penny off of it. She's not making anything off of going and giving all of the tea to all these other podcasters and to Page Six and to Us Weekly. Like, it's not making the story very interesting. It's not making her all that likable. And like, I'm waiting for her redemption story. I'm waiting for like that full arc for it to come around again. And it's just, it's not working for me. 
But so she says that she unfollowed Gigi because Gigi was being negative and she was like, you know, you're a mother and you're a single mother. And I would have thought you would have understood what it's like for me now that I'm a single mom and I'm struggling on my own. She said that she just expected Gigi to have a little bit more empathy, especially considering that she's a single mom. And Gigi was like, oh, hell no. She was like, nope, nope, snap, snap, pat the puss. We are not about to drag me out as a single mom. So Gigi went on Twitter and she went to pop off. So she starts off by saying, after what Lala said about me on Watch What Happens Live, now I'm upset. You said I'm a single mom as if I'm a victim of a circumstance and that I should have empathy for what you're going through because we're both single. Don't confuse my original post, sweetie, because since you've let since you've since you've talked about it, let's go. Lala, if you Think that I think that you're a sweet woman, but my only message to you was slash is to understand that one day all of your anger will disappear, but all of the horrible things you decided to make public about your daughter's father will always be out there. You claim you overlooked all of the red flags, but you have memory of all of them, meaning that the red flags were obviously standing out to you for you to for you to be able to recall all of them. So you actively chose to not see what was right in front of you. Why not admit to turning a blind eye on purpose? Your personal business was made public by you, and that allows people to have an opinion. My opinion is that you should have ha- is that you should have a little more self-respect. If I recall correctly, you were bragging about going down on your castmates, and the timeline puts you in a relationship at the time. Cheater? Question mark. And then she ends it by saying. I've got more. You want some? We know Gigi's feisty. I love how Gigi's like, oh, ever since I had a baby, I've mellowed out and I'm not that person anymore. And then here she is being that bitch, like wanting to fight you in the streets on Twitter. Gigi's always going to be that bitch. And that's why we love Gigi. But I kind of think she's right, though, in the sense that like, it's very easy to turn a blind eye when your man has a big bank account, you know, when he's paying all the bills, when you have the security of not having to worry about working. Obviously, we know that Lala's a hustler and she's always going to work. But when you have the security of having a giant roof over your head, you have not just food in the cabinets and in the fridge, but you have like nice food, like good food, fine dining every other night. You know that your daughter's taken care of. You know that he's going to have money down the line. Well, actually, that's a really good point, considering now that we know he didn't really have all the money that he pretends that he has. And the ring that he bought her was a fake ring. Like all of that now coming out also makes me question whether or not like what her motive was in staying with him and thinking about it. I think she probably stood with him because of the facade was out there that he had a lot of money. The facade was out there that he was this successful producer. And I feel like she put all of her eggs in that basket and went so hard fighting for that relationship, even though that knowing that he was like married and whatnot, which she did give credit to Candace Randall's ex-wife by saying that, you know, she was probably the best thing that ever happened to him and he screwed up by letting her go. But I think eventually she got caught up in the story and having to sell the story. And it was no longer about loving him. It was no longer about being into him, but it was truly just her trying to keep up the narrative that, yes, he's successful. Yes, we're rich. Yes, you know, we're all good and things are perfect and hunky-dory. And she just was sold to that idea and having to sell that to people, especially since she first came out and everyone was calling her a homewrecker and, you know, a, a whore. What was Katie always calling her, you know, 
call it like I see it. She's a whore. Um, so I think she just wanted to break away from that narrative and, and was like, no, I wasn't a whore that wrecked somebody's marriage. We persevered and love wins at the end. So <sighs> she just plays Candace on you. Oh, that's right. Her name is Amber. Her her character is Candace on you, but her name is Amber. What is it, Amber Childs? Childers? I think her name's Amber Childers. Not loving Pump Rules this season. I think Pump Rules is getting better this season. I don't think it's the best that it's ever been, but I think I was talking about this on Wednesday's episode, how I get it. Everyone's like up in arms about the show being bad right now. And yeah, it wasn't the best last season, but like the show's lull. You know, they have their ebb and flow. They have their bad seasons, but like every show that we have on the air right now, OC, New York, um, Beverly Hills. You know, you have to love Beverly Hills for the Girardi scandal just as much as you loved it for the Pantygate. Like, you know, we're going to have bad seasons. I think give Vanderpump one more season, and if it continues to suck, then maybe we consider scrapping it. But I think Bravo will even give it probably two more seasons. This next one, and if the ratings really aren't extremely terrible, they I see them trying to milk and milk that cow for as long as they can. Zach, how is phony a brick? What? I don't understand. Trying to get married at a friend's engagement party. Yeah, that was a little bit of a stretch. I, But I really believe that Brock thought that he could pull it off. Like, I don't think Brock was even playing that up for the cameras. I really thought he was like, we'll sneak away while everyone's in bed and we're just going to get married and we're going to make it happen. And I think he wanted to do that probably for Sheena. But like, even the engagement was a little... It was a little low budget for me. It was a little rough. Like Sheena was expecting something. And you can kind of see in her face during the engagement. She was just like, oh, this is it. This is happening. Like, I think she was expecting more of a show. But it's his fault because he talks such a big game about planning a surprise wedding and doing all this stuff. And obviously he didn't have money to throw her a surprise engagement party because he was too busy planning his... um, his app, his, what is it, his, his fitness live stream app and planning the promo shoot for that. Which, look, I don't blame him because he's invested in the future, but I just feel like he played a, he talked a big game that I think Sheena was definitely disappointed when he came to the execution of it. And he's like, you know, I just wanted to do something simple. It's like, no, you wanted to do something big and you just couldn't make it happen. I also don't understand why they rushed to get the engagement done and why they rushed to get the wedding done or why they were rushing to get the wedding done. Cause I don't think they're married yet. I don't understand. Ariana tweeted that they had to shut down production, which ruined most of his opportunities. So that was literally his last option. Oh, was it like COVID related? How would they, but they still filmed in, Oh, I guess that's what that's what he meant at the engagement party. What was it, Santa Inez? Um, because that was already filmed. It was already like a w- outside of the uh, outside of the city. Do people know Tom is in a band? Yeah, well, he's in a band now, and he's performing all over the place now. He's you know he's doing his thing. He's really doing i mean we have tom tom we have schwartz and sandys we have their tom's good love and whiskey which is actually really good they sent me some bottles tom signed a couple of them and sent them to me and it was it was actually delicious 
Um, yeah, it was a whole 10 days before they had the events planned and they got canceled. But I feel like even then we could have done something nicer. It was like at somebody's apartment on a balcony and it wasn't even like a, I just, I feel like we could have really done a lot more with that engagement or just waited. That was the other thing is there was no rush to get it done. I understand everything getting shut down and events and ever and production getting limited. Cool. Got it. Why are we rushing to an engagement? Why are we rushing to a wedding? Like, wait until you can do it and do it right. I mean, look at Lala. Her and Randall waited, what, how many years to do it right? And then we found out he was cheating on her the whole time. And then they, they didn't have to worry about going through with the whole wedding. I think she would have stayed with him through the I think marrying him would have made her stay with him longer, to be honest. But Sheena knows what she wants this time. Yeah, I just don't think Brock knows what she wants this time. Listen, I love Sheena. I actually really enjoy Brock. Uh, I don't know him too well. Wasn't Brock's visa expiring? Okay, now we're getting a little shady, Nat. Now we're getting a little, little shady. All right, let's see. Corey dropping in the two badges. Thank you, Corey. Is that your daughter in the profile pic, Corey? Either way, the two of you look adorable. Can uh, Kanucky Nat with the three badges coming on in? Let's get it, Nat. Get it, get it, get it. Doesn't Brock? Yeah, Brock. Yeah, we've established Brock needs a green card, which now makes sense why they were rushing the wedding. But I thought he had like a visa. He had something, didn't he? Like there was a reason he was here. Don't say that he's only marrying her for a green card because that would break my heart. But also, like, she doesn't have the best picker. But I actually think he likes her and lo or loves her. They have a baby together. Like, I actually think they're in it for the long haul. I'm glad she got a prenup because I did not want another Shea situation. Brock gives me horrible vibes. I'm sorry, but he could have gone to the beach for a proposal, not their apartment balcony. That's what I mean. Like, he could have done something. Like, literally just got, like, did the bare minimum, got some some balloons, threw them on the balcony, and he didn't even have any friends there. Like, there was no, I mean, I get it. They didn't want to take away from James and Raquel's engagement party, but, like, our engagement trip. What was that? Like, what was the point of that anyway? We already celebrated their engagement that I didn't understand why we were, we were really going to San Inez. I'm just an Irish-Italian girl from North Jersey. What do I know? I mean, I don't know. I think you know quite a bit, Alicia. Also, if they had to rush, I couldn't just... Why couldn't he have just married her to do some sort of ceremony later? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Why not just go to the courthouse and do it at that point? You can just tell she was a little disappointed. At least James Kennedy put effort in. James Kennedy put a lot of effort in. I feel like he could have even had Sandoval help him with something. And Sandoval would have done it. And Sandoval would have fronted some of the money for it. Like, he went all big with James, which is a little unfortunate now that they've broken up, but his company, you can't even cross. Yeah. I hear you. Summer Moon will be a model. Will she? I mean, I like Summer Moon. We'll see what happens. She's got, you know, model parents. Okay. Well, that's all I've got for Gigi and Lala and for... Uh, Salt Lake City. We have the reunion that'll be coming out soon. We have the Vanderpump Rules finale that's coming up this upcoming Tuesday. Someone did mention, oh, thank you, Sunshine, for the three badges, bringing a little sunshine into my Thursday night. 
Hartford is so cute. All the babies are cute. I think, I don't think any of them are, none of them have ugly babies. And I would say if they had an ugly baby, but they're all, they all have pretty cute babies. Um, but I agree. Hartford is adorable. The, her first birthday party was so cute. I love that they all came, but I was really surprised that Brittany didn't bring Cruz. And I think that that might have something to do with Jax and Tom and their beef and possibly Jax being like, no, you're not going to take my kid around them, which is weird, but you know, it's Jax. I want to do a Miami episode, like a full dedicated episode. I went back and I started to watch some of the older seasons of Miami, which if you guys haven't done so yet, I suggest you like binge watch them this weekend. But I'm going to be taping an episode diving into Miami from I don't, I'm not sure how we're going to break up the episode yet, but we're going to dive into season one, season two, season three, uh, the looks from the earlier seasons to how they all look now in season four, because it's been what, eight years since season three came out. So I'm going to do a full dive into that. And I wanted to try something new and have you like send in some submissions because a lot of you have like a lot of hot takes. And I know we kind of weigh in here on the lives, but I was like, why don't I have some of you send in your thoughts about Miami? So if you want, if you have a hot take, whether it's about an earlier season, the current season, one of the housewives specifically, whatever it is, just like tape a little video of yourself, please like keep it under a minute. Like, let's not get crazy. But like, yeah. Send in a DM me, cute little video. Make sure you look cute because we'll broadcast it on the YouTube. And yeah, send them in to me before Sunday. So if you want to, DM me a cute little video of you giving me your hot. Yeah, Larza looks like an entirely different person. Like not even a sister, not even a cousin, like an entirely different person. I agree. See, Ansley, that's a great hot take. Katie, send the video. Don't DM me unless it's a video. I want your hot takes. The plastic surgery on Miami is the worst yet. Yeah, I think so too. But I also think it's because they haven't been in production for like eight years that they were just like, holy fuck, let's pull it together. Like Lisa. Lisa with her giant cheeks and then she realized, you know, it was a bit much. Ooh, gossip in his glass is going to wear her Zach Pack sweatshirt. That's right. But remember, send in the videos before Sunday. We're taping it on Sunday. So send them before Sunday. You have a couple days to get them in. The episode probably won't air for a minute, but at least, you know, if you have any hot takes. I believe even on YouTube, there's a um, a video about, uh, like, recapping the first three seasons if you didn't originally watch them. So you can watch that. But, yeah, that's that's what I got for you. All right, guys, I think, I think that's a wrap. We've been... We're already coming up on 40 minutes. All right. Well, thank you. I hope you had some no filter rosé tonight. Stay tuned. Like I said, we're going to be launching four new cans. I hope you will help me decide what the new designs and slogans will be. If you haven't done so yet, go and comment on the Instagram at No Filter with Zach. There's a post with me holding the wine can. Go and leave a comment there with what you want the next slogan to be. Don't DM me. I mean, please DM me. Yes, I love DMs. DMs are always welcome. Gentlemen, I'm single. But... At least we can, you know, keep the thread all the same if you leave a comment there. It's easier to track. 
What about the OC women hating Noella? I mean, I hate Noella. I don't enjoy Noella. I think she's trying way too hard. But Andy did say that in OC, I think he said in the next two weeks, there's going to be like a big revelation, like a big bombshell that really kind of changes the the dynamics of the group. So we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, uh, like I said, send me your Miami videos. Stay tuned. We have a lot of really good episodes coming up. I have a lot of fun guests, fun collabs that we're going to be doing on the podcast in the next couple of weeks. I'm hoping to get some more Vanderpump people on. Maybe I'll have one of the Vanderpump couples on for Valentine's Day. Wink, wink. But stay tuned. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please leave me a five-star review because I love that validation and they mean so much to me. I'll even give you a shout out. So if you want to drop your Instagram handle in the review, let me know how you're enjoying the show. Let me know what you're liking. Don't just be like, oh my God, Zach's amazing. Like, yes, I know I'm amazing, but like, you know, give me some good feedbacks that anybody that's a new listener will be like, oh, wow, that's actually a very thoughtful comment. So if you're listening to this on, or not iTunes, I need to stop saying that. I keep fucking that up. It's Apple Podcasts. It's no longer iTunes. They are now Apple Podcasts. It's separate from iTunes. So if you're listening to this on Apple Apple Podcasts, please give me a five-star review. If you're listening to this on Audible slash Amazon, also give me a five-star review, which I saw some of you started to do now that we're on Audible. Thank you for that. Uh, if you're on YouTube and you're watching this live stream, hello, hi. I was right there in the live chat with you, even though this is a rebroadcast of our Thursday night live. Happy Friday or whatever day you're listening to this. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hit that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Hold on. I'm trying to learn the YouTube turn, like all the things that the YouTubers say. Smash that like button and hit that bell notification button. No after party tonight, um, but I will be going live on Saturday. So every Saturday, at least for the next three weeks, since we're doing the sugar detox together, I'm going live on my personal account at Just Plain Zach. Zach is busy. He has a date or something. Why does it automatically have to be a date, Alicia? Why is it? The, why is that immediately what you go to? Why can't I be like going and having dinner with my mom? You know, that happens sometimes too. We're not doing after party today, but I will be going live Saturday at 6 a.m. Or sorry, not 6 a.m. Fuck that. 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern on at the at Just Plain Zach account. We'll do a, an update on how everybody's doing on the sugar detox. If you haven't started, you can still start. 21 days, no sugar. Let's do it. Brought to you by my pals at Pure King. All right, guys. Love you. Be sure to order some no-filter merch at justplainzac.com slash shop if you haven't done so yet. And stock up on the four OG cans of the no-filter wine at nofilterwine.com. They are going to be expiring soon as we relaunch the new ones in a fizzy rosé and a fizzy white. All right, guys. Love you, love you, love you. I'm not blushing. Oh, love you too, Lexi. Get it, get it, get it. And, and throw them hips, girl. Bum, 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 bum. Thank you for announcing that you have to pee tonight, Alicia. Um... Real quickly, thank you, Lexi Eve. Thank you, LaHale2. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Nat. Thank you, Sunshine. Thank you guys for all the badges tonight. Love you. Appreciate you. I will talk to you. New episode on Monday. And we'll go, or actually, I'll talk to you on Saturday since we're going live on Saturday. Yes, please go pee, Alicia. You, you're you not live. You can literally go and pee while you're watching this right now. You don't have to announce that. All right, please go pee. All right, guys, enjoy, enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you Saturday.